Hi slugs, this is Isabel welcoming you back to Slugcast, Fall Quarter 2022 edition. As we enter the first month of this quarter, I hope your studies are going well. Today, I'll be starting a series in honor of Latino Heritage Month. Latino Heritage Month is from September 15 and ends on October 15. As it comes to an end, I'll be doing a three-episode series on some of the most notable and influential Latinx alumni and professors here at UCSC. I feel as though most of the time, we hear about how UCSC is an HSI, otherwise known as a Hispanic-serving institution. By the way, if you would like more information about UCSC as an HSI, check out Jennifer's recent episode, which focuses on the programs and resources that UCSC offers for Latinx students. However, that's not what today's episode is going to be about. In these next couple of episodes, we'll be considering these things. Even though we are an HSI, how has the university actually impacted or shaped the lives of Latinx students here, not just academically, but holistically, and vice versa? How have Latinx people impacted UCSC? In today's episode, we'll be talking about a best-selling author that is Mexican and graduated as first-gen, Reina Grande. Grande is known for her best-selling memoir, The Distance Between Us, where she writes about what her life was like before and after coming to the United States from Mexico as an undocumented immigrant. She's written several other books and short stories, including Across a Hundred Mountains and Dancing with Butterflies. She mostly writes about the Mexican immigrant experience, intersectional identity issues as a Mexican woman, and the price of the American dream. Grande went to community college in Pasadena for two years, then transferred to UCSC. If you're interested in knowing more about what it was like navigating UCSC as a Latino back in the late 90s, check out her memoir titled A Dream Called Home. In this book, she navigates familiar relationships while establishing her new independence here at UCSC. Reading this book reminded me that as a Latinx student on campus, we have to take up space and exist loudly. Here is a clip from a fellow Slugcaster's interview with Reina Grande. In my community college, I mean, you know, there were so many Latinos, I was comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. But when I got to Santa Cruz back then, only about 15% of the student body was Latino and they were not majoring in creative writing. So I was usually like the only or one of the, the few Latinos in my creative writing classes. Grande struggled here as a creative writing major because some professors did not get her stories on Mexico, immigration, and poverty. But there was one professor that did understand her stories who became her lifelong mentor, Mika Perks. It was kind of challenging at first in Santa Cruz because I felt, you know, my, the first few teachers I had in my creative writing classes, uh, I felt were not getting my 
stories, you know. Um, I was writing about poverty. I was writing about Mexico, about uh, migration. And and sometimes it would tell me that my writing was very melodramatic and overblown and full of cliches and yada, yada, yada. But I ended up like just sticking it out. And eventually um, I had a really wonderful teacher who's still teaching at UCSC, Mika Perks. She, she was my creative writing teacher and I loved her. I ended up working with her on my senior project and she really understood, you know, my stories and what I was writing about. And, um, and so it got better. It got, it definitely got better in terms of me feeling comfortable in, in those writing spaces. She also had another professor here that changed her life, Marta Navarro. Navarro, who taught Chicano literature, not only helped her broaden her scope of Latinx authors, but also helped Grande with her identity, helped her find herself, and reminded her that she didn't lose anything after immigrating to the U.S., but gained everything as someone who is bicultural and taught her how to embrace both her old and new identity. Well, she helped me a lot with my identity, you know, because I was taking... Spanish for Spanish speakers with her because I had lost a lot of my Spanish when I learned English. I was shamed into um, learning English and I rejected my Spanish because I was made to feel that that was the wrong language to know. But when I got to UCSC, I wanted to reclaim my mother tongue. So then I took the class with Marta. And it was really wonderful because Marta always told me that there was no right way or wrong way to speak Spanish. And that, you know, the way we speak, that's who we are and that we shouldn't be ashamed of who we are. And then she also helped me figure out like my identity because I often felt that I was less of a person because of my immigrant experience because of my language trauma. And she said, you're not less, you are more. You know, you're not bilingual, bicultural, binational. You're mm-hmm. twice the person when you immigrated. So that was, um, that was a really wonderful way to look at my experiences as an immigrant. After graduating from UCSC as a Kresge affiliate in 1999, Grande sent out her first novel, which was a project she wrote her senior year here, to 27 publishers, and 26 of them rejected her. They told her that nobody wanted to hear a story about a Mexican immigrant girl, and that her stories weren't relatable, but she didn't give up. Her upbringing showed her how to be tenacious and to not give up her dreams. In an industry that is 80% white, she fought for her stories, just like she did here at UCSC, and managed to get her work published. Now, she is the author of several best-selling books and has received many awards, including the American Book Award, the International Latino Book Award, and El Premio Azatlan Literary Award. Her work has also been in the New York Times, CNN, BuzzFeed, and more. Grande says that Santa Cruz encouraged her to keep dreaming and to keep holding fast to the vision of life that she wanted to have. Her father only went to third grade, 
her mother to sixth grade, and her maternal grandfather was illiterate. As the first person to graduate from university from her family, she says she did it for herself, for them, and the future generations in her family. Oh, um, but I understand, you know, there's so many young Latino students who feel a lot of pressure and who get homesick. I know in my first semester at UCSC, a lot of students that had started at the same time I did were starting to drop out because they were homesick. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I know it's hard, but the, those first few months are really, really hard to transition. But you gotta stick it out. You can't drop out, you can't leave. I hope this episode encouraged all you slugs to not give up on your dreams and to keep holding fast to the vision of life that you want to have. Grande did have a lot of obstacles and barriers that she had faced her whole life, but she never gave up and she worked really hard to get where she's at right now. That's it for today, but be sure to be on the lookout for my second episode in the series, which will be a surprise. Thanks for listening and make sure to follow our Instagram, which is UCSC Slugcast. Slugcast.